season starting up soon so we just getting into that that's really about it out here chilling say mo all right bet say less hold on all right bet for sure all right y'all what's going on man you already know what this is this is rap about radio and uh for y'all that's been right and vibing to us you know we got a special guest this evening uh chef kenny james man he's you know a celebrity chef i wanted to connect with and He's here with me on my IG live, and I got my Facebook listeners watching as well. So, uh, welcome, Kenny James. How you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm good. I'm good, bro. Appreciate you having me, man. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. I, I, I man, I've I been following you for some time or whatnot, and it was just, you know, I, I see I'm a foodie. You know what I'm saying? So I see different yeah. stuff that, that I like that look good. I, I follow, but then I, uh, yeah. you know reached out to you, definitely connected with me, but for the listeners who not know who you are, man, tell me a little bit about, you know, yourself um, outside the kitchen. Who is Kenny Jane? Um, well, outside the kitchen, um, I'm just a, a regular old dude from Oakland, man, that just loves my family. Uh, I'm just a real chill, casual person, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm into stocks, you know, I love art. I yeah. love music and, you know, like I, I'm just into things that move the culture forward. That's just me on the outside. You know what I mean? I'm very active in uh, in what I would consider politics, but it's politics on a normal nature, you know, not just <laughs> X's and O's. We really just want to figure out what we want to do as a whole and as a community in those spaces take us into a political space sometimes. Right, but, right. Yeah, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm a little bit of everything, man. Okay, well, we're going to have to unpack some of that. So take me back, bro. I like to, I always like to dive back a little bit about, you know what I'm saying? You said you mentioned you love your family. You're like, what is your that family dynamic like with you now? For your, is your, your moms and pops still around? What is that relationship like? And then lastly, I think this is what I read. 
Did you did you have a brother that you may have lost? Yeah, yeah, I okay. lost my brother in May. Yeah, yeah, I lost my older brother and my uh, my co-business partner, uh, Chef B. Uh, rest in peace, man. Um, me and him, like, we were arm in arm pretty much every day. Uh, you know what I mean? As long as we've been around each other. And it was just something that uh, was devastating at the time. But, yeah, my mom's is here. My dad is still here. Everybody's happy. I got a little brother, little sister. So now I'm the oldest again. And oh, that's man. just how it is. You know? yeah. Right, 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 right. So, like, growing up, you know what I'm saying? You grew up in Oakland, man. So I already know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what was that upbringing like? And then at one point as a child, when did you was like, did you kind of know you had a gift with cooking? Or how was that relationship with food? You know what I'm saying? Well, it's, it's funny you say that because I, I grew up in a few places. Um, I was raised in Oakland in the beginning. Then my mom's moved out to Arizona. Mm. And then in between summers from Arizona, I was pretty much just going back and forth from Oakland and Phoenix. And that's mm -hmm. how I ended up learning how to cook was because moms was at work and she would call me and be like, hey, take the chicken out the freezer. Right, right, and then right. taking the chicken out the freezer, turning into thaw the chicken. And then once you thaw it, you need to do this to it. <laughs> yeah, and after yeah. a while, it was just a nature and survival thing. But I started when she was telling me stuff going, nah, I'm going to throw my little one, two <laughs> into it. And I realized that I actually liked it. It just wasn't me getting instructions i would call and be like you're not coming home right i think i can do this all right so yeah it was yeah it was just the, the mix of of having to cook for myself and my brothers and sister and be you know being isolated in a new place because arizona was different for us not really having anybody right, out there right. so, you know right. we just had to do for ourselves so i i just turned necessity into a talent i like that you know i'm all about do for self that's my thing so but like yeah. At what point, you know what I'm saying, like, because you, you, you grew up in sports as well, you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, what was, yeah. like, what was the dream at first, or was it always uh, cooking, or was it something before that? And then, then as, as your maturation, you was like, oh, man, you know what, this is my gift in this, but what was it before? Oh, yeah, football. Football, word, football. word, word. Yeah, I, I was a great offensive lineman. I loved it. Mm -hmm. I love it, it was to me it was more cerebral like you know how some people just pick up the game on different levels yeah. I love the line I love putting somebody on their ass I love like checking somebody that was 300 pounds thinking they was going to do something like it, it was just the idea of of being able to control what happens in the beginning for the results in the end you know what I mean right. and that just right. once again come from having a lot of family everybody can't be the quarterback Everybody right. can't be the receiver. Sometimes you got to block, and you got to block well. And that was just mm -hmm. one of my talents. But um, I ended up messing up my knee in high school, and I transferred schools. And the school that I transferred to had vocational, like, uh, programs in it. And one of the programs was culinary arts. Oh, word. So I was – yeah, yeah. So I was able to pick from junior and senior year something that I could do vocationally that okay. I could graduate with a certificate in. Right. So once I transferred schools on the sports side of it, I went to a technical school that taught me culinary arts, and then I just hit the ground running. Okay, we're bet. So that's when now, okay, you 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 entered that beautifully. So that's when you know, what I'm saying that that transition happened. So about okay, you know, what I'm saying. So this is your career now, right? You know, what I'm saying you got experience yes. in this. Like, you know, this is you know mental breakthrough. So my first pillar for real for I like to want to know about is like. 
the faith aspect of it? You know, are you spiritual in any kind of way? Because if so, like, what was about? What was it about culinary? And and what? And when did you have the faith to hit the ground and run it? Like, what was that process like? I've always had the faith that the food that I was eating was was really better than other people's because. Uh, low key, like my mom and, and me and my brothers, we've always thrown parties since we was right. like 13. So we would have people come and the difference between our parties is we have food. So most people were just throwing parties and they would have whatever to drink, you know, just music loud. We had a full like buffet set up. So when people right. was crowding around the buffet more than they was on the dance floor, we said, okay, we got something here. Like right, this right, is right. the difference. So everybody would ask when we were throwing another party because the food was good. Fast forward to culinary arts, I'm introducing some of my flavor to, to the culinary class and it's actually working out, you know? I ended up making a sweet potato pie for my, my baking final. And they was like, oh, this is good. We like this. So I said, okay, well, if I can take something from home and bring it to class, then there must be something here, you know? And, and I just liked it. I liked it. I wanted to go to do cruise ships, you know, I, I always had a passion once I seen that. No, no, man, it, that's crazy. Once I realized that the work, it's, it's like going into the military, being on a cruise ship. Really? You're working. Really? Yes, man. Like, if it's any chef, and like, if it, I would give any advice to any chef that's around 18, 19, just got out of school, you're not doing anything. When this cruise ship life picked back up, you talking 13 hour days, you know, six days on, one day off. You constantly yeah. on a boat. You constantly cooking. You constantly moving. Yeah. It's a great way to stack your money. It's like the military, but it's it's very tasking. So for me, I, I felt like it wasn't my route because I had to stay home. I had other things that that I felt was more for me, and and school definitely was something that I had to put on the back burner once I realized they wanted one hundred twenty five thousand a year for some of these top culinary schools. Man, you hey. know. <laughs> yeah, we, we all don't have that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just had to revamp the plan and figure out how I could get myself to this point now without having to pay everything that I did. And I, and I was blessed to just be able to be put in position. No, no, right. No, real, real quick story. So at, me, for real, for real, out of high school, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you kind of figure out what you're doing. Your hoop dreams is kind of like, uh. So it's like, dang, I was I wanted to cook. So I, I did try to go to culinary school, but they was they wanted to bang. I was like, oh no. Yeah. You know no, no. But that's but that's interesting. So you was, you know what I'm saying? So outside, you know what I'm saying, the arts, you was hustling the food for real, for real, right? You know what I'm saying? Like catering exactly. and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I was okay. basically trying to do plates for people, or I was always in the position to cook for someone, so they would tell me that the food was good. So for a long time, I worked in the industry for people that uh, had traumatic brain injuries. So I was an in-home care facility person and I would work the evenings. So now imagine you got somebody that's stone cold crazy, but they eat your fried chicken and now they smiling at you. And then, you know, like, word, 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 crazy. Word. you know what I mean? Like, they legit, like right, right. I'm like, yo, man, I'll make that chicken. If you go sit down, you know, they off their meds, yeah. but they'll chill out. <laughs> so, okay, I got something here. You know what I mean? In all honesty, that's the faith aspect is that I feel like my faith was, even though I wasn't in a kitchen or wasn't in a five-star restaurant, I was put in position to have my food critiqued constantly. 
And then mm -hmm. I was fortunate enough to be in a facility with those people who had diabetes, they had sodium issues. So I learned how to cook in certain ways where the food was good, but I could stay within their right. dietary restrictions, you know? And right, then that right. fast forwards to the league and that's just divine intervention. Staying on my path, even though it was veering me in so many places, I never thought it would go. Yeah, so that, that's interesting because I'm, I'm just, just, I'm really curious, like how did that, you know what I'm saying? Even to get in those places back in the day, you said you was doing for sub. So how you come across, you know what I'm saying, was it as a cook? Do I apply to this position to work in these homes or is it just word of mouth that, you know what I'm saying, the neighborhood know like, hey, this is the, hey, bro, how, how, bro, the cook, you know what I'm saying? So how is that? No, the, it, it, ironically, it just came with a part of the job. The job was to, you would show up and work from about two to 10 and you would let them in the house and then you would cook them a little bit of snack or something like that and then end up cooking them dinner. Most right. times it's people cooking out of cans or cooking out of the bottles or making just basically box macaroni and cheese, things that the average person would cook. But then I was taking my culinary experience and cooking it right. inside of the house just to keep my skills sharp. Right, because right, I had right. the opportunity to cook every day. I didn't want to lose my skills, and I didn't want to just let them go to waste. And I figured I could use them on the guys. So I just started right, right. working on different recipes, working on different things. And as the food started progressing, I would say, okay, this recipe is a good recipe. I'll file that for later. You know what right. I mean? Because if a dream has a, a, an infinite amount of time, then everything that I was doing was still preparing me for where I needed to be. So I, I was just file every little piece away. Everything I did was all for the grand scheme. So now that I was I was just about to go there with you because it seemed like okay, my next pillar is character, right? It and I, I think I read too that you also give back. You know what I'm saying to shelter homes and things of that nature. So how yeah. what is your how was your character developed? So I assume the character was developed through those experiences. But how do you, you know, moving in the circles you move now, how much have your, your character and morals played in the part in getting to where you are now and, you know, moving in these circles? Uh, I think the highest things you need to have because it's the one thing that money can't buy in a space where everybody has money. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so right. if I'm the one person who isn't like my peers who are traveling and jet setting and often paying my salary, I have to come in with a high level of character and morals. You right, can't right. buy me. You can't influence me. You can only be uh, my peer and someone that I respect outside of this life. So that way we don't have uh, a, a monetary value that you think you can reach with me. So right. character is something that I feel you always have to have. And I've always kept it because, I, oddly enough, when anyone asks me about character, I got it from court, to be honest. Dealing with a lot of people, they would often call their character witness. And their character witness uh -huh. is only speaking solely to who they are as a person. Right. So if right. I can have someone come in here and I've murdered someone, but I can have a thousand character witnesses to say no. This person yeah. is of a different breed. He's of a different caliber. He would not do these things. And if he would, he would have done it in a different nature. That's when I knew character mattered because they'll use it in court. It's the yeah. only thing that I know that works in court that's of your favor that isn't a finite thing. Blood Good is finite. DNA is finite. Everything else is finite except your character. 
So right. hold your character throughout because you're going to need that one day if you're sitting on the stand, period. Right, right, right. No, real right. I'm glad you pointed that out. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, you know, how, you know, so how now, you you know what I'm saying, now you're a celebrity chef, you know what I'm saying? How is the, how is the culinary hustle with this, you know what I'm saying, Being, especially independent, like, you know what I'm saying? Is it, is the goal, you know, is it the goal to own a restaurant? Is it to just, you know, multiply the different clients you have? Like, how do one like yourself, how are you getting these clients? And you know what I'm saying? How is these relationships developed? Uh, I think that it goes back to what you said about character. Because um, it's like my guy, E.T., he just had a birthday recently. Right. And say he calls me to do a party for him. Imagine how many people that are players and athletes that could possibly be at that birthday party. So now if you're of good character and you do a good job, any one of these people could call you and have another job in another city for you. So that's right. how you keep your references strong. You make sure that you keep a good referral base. You charge a fair price. You make sure that you're upfront with any and everyone that you deal with. There's no back-end issues. You, you go above and beyond. You know what I mean? Like Once you get to this level, it's who you know and the service that you deliver. And everything else right. will take care of itself. I was just honestly blessed through DNA. Uh, I had a cousin, shout out to Dame Dollar, that, that put me on and put me in position to be his personal chef. And I have a right. rule. Um, I have one thing that I say. I say, speak well of me, and I'll do the rest. Right, so right, right. if I have one position and I'm in that space, I'm going to come in. All I want you to do is speak well on my name, and I'm going to make sure I don't mess that up so we both be in a good position. And that's got me here this far. So let me, uh, so, okay, so, cause, so character is strong in this one. So let me ask you then, um, you know what I'm saying? Because my next one is about patience. But, all right, so, okay, I, I'm looking at it like, you know what I'm saying? The time we are now, the ones with good character and that's really trying to live righteous is their time is starting. To, they, it's, it's like we're, the real ones is shining now. You know what I'm saying? So it's, my yeah. thing is like, my thing is like one, two-part question. What is the politics like, you know what I'm saying, in the culinary world? Because you do, you have guys with high character, and then you got flip side, you got ones that are shady. You know what I'm saying? So what is yeah. the politics like? And then secondly, what was the your patience like through this whole process? Like, what was that that struggle like, being patient? Um, I feel like it's a process that takes a very long time because there's so many different realms once you get into cooking. Like my private chef realm, it's very small. Uh, I consider it like being in the Marines where there's not a lot of us. It's it's a lot of chefs, but there are certain chefs that only want to do five-star restaurants. Chefs that work in food trucks. You know, chefs that are former five-star restaurant chefs that are now in food trucks. They still want the same respect. They don't want to be seen as less than because their sushi is coming out of a truck. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, there's so many brands of chefs, types of chefs. There's so many lanes that we all respect each other. We're all mercenaries. We're all out to get it. It's just there are certain people that are snipers. We in an elite space. And Man. you don't argue in this space. Everybody who's in this space knows I'm looking at a fellow sniper. So I don't have right. any, you know what I mean? Once you get up here, everybody Got knows you. there's a reason you're here. So so what so I'm so it sounds like okay you know the crab in the bucket mentality it stops it's so I'm not to put anything nobody off because I know people personally that's doing food trucks and 
and that's really good at it. So is that a part of the clown? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you go to the food trucks, I mean, you hit the caters, and then you boom. It it can be a the only way it's a part of the climb is if an athlete goes to your truck, says your food is good, you do a birthday party for them, and then you show them that you can actually make food with dietary restrictions for the rest of the week. Because it's one thing to be a flash in the pan and do the food truck and all of that. It's one thing to have some good macaroni and cheese. My right, macaroni right. and cheese is good too. But right. can you do it within 100 calories? Can you do it within a certain amount of restrictions every day on a certain time? Can you be at the, the, the player's house? Can you do this when at, on their schedule? Can you work around a video shoot? Or mm -hmm. are you still connected to your food truck? You know, so that's where, where it separates it, in all honesty, is that what, when you get to this space, you have to be committed to the player. You have to be committed to the job. It's way more than cooking. But see, see, okay, so, uh, man, this is interesting. So, you know what I'm saying? I would think one, if I'm if when I get to this space, I wouldn't necessarily need my food truck. Maybe I could hire my little homies to run that, you know what I'm saying? But like, you know what I'm saying? Like when I get into this space where I'm having a, a, a higher client, can't I just multiply that and that I could live off that, you know what I'm saying? Or is it is it difficult? You could, but the but the thing about hiring on a food truck is is those people are A, what I've come to find unless you have real loyalty no one wants to work for you once they realize how much you get paid True. so if you're saying i'm going to leave this food truck because i'm gonna go work for a private client and you're gonna work for me that means they're gonna start counting your chips and say hey man i need to work this if i'm working your food truck because you over there doing that so it causes a conflict that you know what i mean like you got to be committed to the job and know so that that's your focus so how do we change that mindset? Because you giving, because I, I I know you ain't lying. Because I've seen, I I know a couple of some celebrity chefs, and I know some stories that like ah I I, I know what you mean. But how do you change that mindset yeah. to where? Because you putting them on and you giving them opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So how did we change that mindset? I think that it has to do on the, the, the four principles that we're talking about now. If that person does not have those four principles, then they're not looking at it as a path to their next journey. I can't look at how much my supervisor is making at the group home. All I need to be worried about is cooking this food. That's not my job. I don't need to worry about how much the owner is making. If I was worried about that, then I would have quit because they were getting a five-star chef in a group right. home, I would have looked at it right. the wrong way. You see what I mean? So it, it takes those four pillars of me to have the faith and the patience and the character and the love of cooking to do ah, what I yes. want to do regardless of it. You know what I right. mean? So so the right. first pillar is, and, and that's why losing my brother is so hard. Because so, me and my brother have four pillars and we could run this game because we 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 would sacrifice. We so y'all had pillars, y'all had pillars too, then, huh? Word, yeah. word, word. Yeah, it was set. Like when I tell you, there was no two chefs between me and him in the kitchen that could mess with me. I, I, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. We were Jordan and Pippen in the kitchen. There was so, just so, we, we didn't have to speak. So I was going to ask you because I always ask this part because being an entrepreneur, doing for self, we do hit a uh, that 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 space to where you know what I'm saying. That's when the the, the faith was getting tried and you getting tested right so I, it sounds yeah. like you're currently going through that right as we speak uh-huh 
Oh, actively, actively. My my faith is tested every day because I gotta I gotta believe and trust in people that I've never had to. So it's just like back to Jordan. It's like having new teammates and going, I don't want to pass the packs. Yeah, I just I know that he's supposed to and all of that, but I don't want to. You can't make me. So since I can shoot it, I'm gonna shoot it myself. And mm. and there's no coach in this particular instance that can go, nah, you need to trust him. There's no person that has to tell me. There's no feel around to be like, yo, uh, he can hit it, pass it to him. I don't have to pass it. So I'm in a space where I have to learn my own discernment. I have to be LeBron. I have to go, dang, passing it is better. So how we yeah, all so gotta is, win. Yeah, because so what is that like for you? Because you 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 know that's what you gotta go through and what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? So what is that? Yeah. Like, what are some of the things you're doing now? Like, do you ever get sick of cooking? Because, listen, man, for me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like to, I can cook. I can say I like to, I can cook. But that's when I yeah. feel like going in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? So what, like, I, like going through this trial, you know what I'm saying? This, you, your, your faith is getting tried right now. How is it, what is, your, what is motivating you to get into the kitchen every day, especially you lost your brother, and like you said, you got LeBron. I don't want to pass it, but I need this is the right play. You know what I'm saying? So, like, how, what is that? What is that like for you right now? I used to wash cars. I'll wake up cars. and go, Do you want to wash cars or do you want to cook food for athletes? You can't get sick of your right. job. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's players that are tired, but they're like, Do you want to sell cars? Or do you want to play 40 minutes in the game that you love? That's why they play right. hurt. They play hurt because I don't want to, I don't want to stop. I don't want to, you know, yeah. I, I, I took a month off when my brother passed and, and, and I cried as much as I could cry. I had my conversations. I had my real breakdown moments. And after that month was over, it was time to get back in the lab. That, that, that's where my happiness mm -hmm. is. It's time to get back to work. So no, I'm, I'm, I'm never tired of cooking. I'm I'm tired of the things that surround cooking. You know, like right. you're saying, there's there's drama amongst chefs, there's battling, there's there's competitions that I didn't even know I was in. You know, I'm just happy yes, to do it. Yes, right. Right. So yeah, yeah. Right. It's, it's it's a bunch of that, so, like, that that comes with the life. Like I I've heard, you know what I'm saying, like I can say I'm a foodie, but I, I I hear that in the culinary world is something that's called black cooking. All right, so what is that? I don't know if you heard it, man, or not, but if so, what is that? And what is the misconception of with you know black cooking? Like, what is that game like? You know, being black from you know you you know what I'm saying you're a black chef in America. Like, what is that like? You know what I'm saying? I think that black cooking is just like black anything else. We got a sauce that just comes with us. So if there's a dish that we have. There's a flavor that we have on our palate that no one else does. There's a way that we do things or, or over-seasoning or an awakening of the palate that's considered black cooking. But mm -hmm. if anyone else was just to add one more tablespoon of whatever seasoning they were adding or now you too have black cooking. You know what I mean? I don't think that it's, it's, it's the concept of adding additional sauce to whatever it is that you're doing. I mean, right, right, right. 
I, I don't think that it exists, but I think that it's the way to classify something because you need to call it something as opposed to just good food. Right, right, right. You so, I mean? so like, like you said, so, so is that part of the branding? You know what I'm saying? Like each each chef has their own special uh, sauce that go on the palate. Is oh. that a part of the branding? Like each one, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And yeah, then, but yeah, so what is it like? What is it? How do you feel when? How do you feel like when someone still like you know what I'm saying? Because on in your experience, I'm sure you've seen people go through their their faith getting tested and be stuck in a place, and then you see ones that probably maybe try to steal your sauce. What is that like? I mean, the the best part about my sauce is that I made it. It's mm -hmm. cultivated from being humble. It's cultivated from working in places. It's cultivated from the relationships of who I am from top to bottom. So what makes my business is you don't have my contact list. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. I, I say it like uh, I, I give it a simple, we can go contact for contact, celebrity for celebrity, athlete for athlete. And I guarantee you, you're going to run out of people before I am. Man. So that's why I don't worry about competitions because my character allows me to have a Rolodex of people who can speak well of me and give me business and refer me to other businesses. Right, so, you right. know what I mean? You run into a lot of people with a lot of issues who can take my sauce, but you're going to try and sell it to my clients who don't want you to make my sauce. They won't yes. make it. You know what I mean? So that... It, you, you just got to know who you are at this level, at least. I mean, I understand that people steal recipes all the time, but at this level, it's the ambiance that you set. It's the energy that you create with that client. It's how fast you do it, how clean you do it, the music that you play. If you can be cordial, if if you know their mom, like, it's so you so gotta many do, It's more than just being in the stove, being in the kitchen. Like, yeah. You got the yeah. music. So you got to be a DJ as well. Oh, yeah, because imagine yeah. coming in and playing some drill rap in the kitchen and somebody doesn't want to hear that while they're in their home. Man. You need to know what music balances you and them and if you can ask them <laughs> that music, or if you have to be quiet or if you have to have headphones in the entire time. Mind you, you got headphones in, but you're trying to be attentive. You're trying to listen to what they're saying, but keep the music going because that's what helps you cook. That's what helps okay. you buy music. I listen to audiobooks. I listen to audiobooks and podcasts so that I can gain information while I'm cooking because my body's already doing the cooking part. So now, I see, I'm, to... I'm tripping. I'm tripping because I'm at first I'm thinking, yeah. you know, and I know it's times like this. You know how we are. We in the kitchen at the island. You know what I'm saying? And and, and we all family at, at the end of the day. I'm thinking you yeah. have to be the DJ of the house radio for the. You know how it is. You know what I'm saying? But, oh no, no, but that that can't happen. Because if they say, yo, if you're going to listen to some music, pair your Bluetooth to the speakers in the house. <laughs> oh, you now, can't be whatever you are playing will be on the house speakers. So right. sometimes you are inadvertently the house DJ. So right. now they want to go, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. chef so got some taste. And okay. if you don't have any taste, then the food ain't going to taste good. You know what I mean? Right. You cannot trust a skinny chef. And you can't trust a deaf DJ. You know what I mean? So you gotta be so many things at one time that you essentially gotta you gotta learn how to play it all. You know, hey no, nah, real rap. That's what's up, man. I, I play I play music when I cook too. You gotta get in the zone. So like yes. you know, my my last, you know, 
the love, you know, I'm, I want to hit, I want to touch the love. That's my last point. But one, you know, where do you shop for your, for your, uh, for your food? Like, you know, now speaking, you know, of health, and you got to, you got to be mindful of the type of food and the calories and stuff you cook. So, like, what is yeah. that process like? Where do I shop? And what is my budget? What should be my budget going out? To it don't have to be, you know, a, a, the Damian Lillard, but. You know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. I may, what if I'm somebody who cooks for somebody? Like, what is what? Is, what should I look for as a chef that's, you know, trying to trying to please a client? You know what I'm saying? Where should I shop? Uh, I would shop at any local marts that they have. So try and find the local brand of whatever organic whole foods they have. Out here, they have a zoo pants and new seasons. So if that's the first place you want to go, it has the most organic produce. And it's high turnover because they don't keep a lot of produce on hand. So mm -hmm. you're going to get the freshest of stuff often. Um, that's your first place that you want to go. After that, you start going to your Whole Foods and things like that. And then just work your way down. But right, some right. clients have different budgets. So they're not necessarily concerned about what store you go to. It just makes sure that it's organic. So if right. you find somebody where you're going to go to that store often, start talking to them in the produce section and see how happy they are. If they're like, yeah, man, we just got some new cucumbers in today, then start going there because right. they're happy at their job. You right. know, like, so you're going to get some good tomatoes because even though it's, you know, Walmart, this guy loves his tomatoes. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like, he worked here because he's happy about produce because he might be another guy on his path. He might so be a person that had his own garden and he's in the, in the grocery store. So, so that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. My, my father, so that's part of what you go into, you know, go talk, have a conversation with your client is, you know, things that they allergic to, this, that, and the third, all right? So stuff oh, like yeah. that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to know your likes, your dislikes, how many people we're going to be cooking for, what times you would like your dinner, uh, how much you would expect to be paying uh, in your groceries, how often you need to have um, a grocery invoice or a check-in or something like that. Um, if there's anything else that you require of me outside of the kitchen, like filling up waters or going to Costco to grab paper towels, uh, mm. little things around it, are there any additional things you need me to do? Uh, things of that nature, you know? And you just pick up stuff like that and you try and make it a part of your overall repertoire because you want the kitchen to be your domain. You want it to be effortless. You're just like another piece of the home, you know, like... It's almost like the laundry room. You know what I mean? Like you just know how the kitchen is taken care of. So, so how how do you automate automate this this business, especially during COVID? Like, how do one, you know, say I'm sure with your different clients, you can't go to homes as you used to. You know, what I'm saying like, so how do one chef automate their business or or you know during like a pandemic? You can. And, and the craziest part about it is my business is actually elevated because my clients are making sure that it's just me. So now I don't have to deal with, as long as I'm safe, making sure that I'm getting tested, they know that their chef isn't anywhere except the store in their home. You know? Right, right, so right. It's, it's not hard on them at all. You know what I mean? Like I, I can see how in different uh, businesses where the food is limited and things of that nature. But with me, my, my clients know me. They know that I'm keeping everything safe and keeping myself in the best health possible. So that's how I just stay around. All right, right. So, okay, to bring it all home, you know what I'm saying? Cause you, I think you dropped a lot of jewels. Oh, then my mom wanted to. She probably watched. My mom wanted me to ask you this. Do you okay. cook? 
Do you cook vegan food? And if so, how did she get some of your food? Um, how can she get some of my food? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I could try and freeze it and send it. I've never done that, but I could definitely try and freeze it. But okay. um, yeah, I cook vegan all the time. I actually was working with um one of my clients and his boy Will. He was on the Dr. Sebi diet. So I cooked basically for him at the most raw and most vegan state I could. And then we just worked our way up back to vegetarian. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm well versed in vegan cooking. And it's funny because uh, Dane right now, he was actually just going vegan a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So are you are you are you vegan or like nah, you? nah, I'm not vegan. I can't do it. I can't <laughs> or, do it. Oh right, yeah, right, especially right. because I gotta taste food all the time. So like tasting meat yeah. all the time. Like uh, if if I fry a wing and taste it, I'm I'm not vegan no more. So as a, I'm 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 not gonna hold you too long because no, nah, it's good, man. I got plenty of time. Like, it's a vibe. As a uh uh, uh like, cause when I cook, right, my my yeah. mom get on me because I don't sometimes I don't taste my food. Sometimes I just know it's gonna be good. You know what I'm saying, but yeah. is that is that a rule of thumb though in culinary? Post and taste your food as you go, because I think uh, yes, okay, yes. Uh, yeah, because you don't know what you're doing each step, but after a while, once you get good at it, you'll know you've already passed that step and what it looks like. But you need to know at each point in time what you're tasting because every flavor elevates something else. Gotcha. Once you add onion to it. It might taste good, but if you add too much onion, now it tastes like onion. So you got it. Right, 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 right. Maybe so I okay, oh yeah. So what is so? So what? What you know? Um, <laughs> she's funny. So what if um you know, what is the next you know the next goal? I guess in the culinary world, is it getting commercialized or like what is the you know what I'm saying? What's the what's the next big play in the, in that space? Uh, for me. It's working with my brand, Pro Trusted. Uh, I'm a partner with a, a couple of guys that I'm affiliated with. We've actually worked out really um, a, a nice concierge business, essentially, for all of our athletes. So what we do is, is if we have an athlete, he's in a particular city, and he needs all of these services that we provide, we pretty much just contact everyone and then get them hired in one streamlined service. They pay us. And then we just get everything done. So it's like an Airbnb for concierge athletes. And it's called Pro Trusted. So, you know, that's my next big play. And then once I do that, I'm out. I'm headed to the stock market at 40. Or damn, there's so much. Damn, stock market. I do I do I do a little some trading, you know what I'm saying, with that as well. But uh, yeah. you know, last, you know, couple questions. Um, what what oh, countries oh. do you admire the most for their food culture? France, for sure. Paris. Really? Yeah. Yeah, easy. Hands down. Because that's what? that's what I... Oh, man, listen. Like, so you can't... What? France. Not Jamaica. Like, not, not, yeah. all, hey, listen. The, the difference between any other culture is you can know words, but they put those words and turned it into a song. You know what I mean? Like, so everyone in other cultures was cook. They were cooking because that's what they did to survive. People in France with, I'm going to cook as an art. I'm going to turn this into something that you can eat. You know what I mean? So I think that overall the flavors and presentation that they present 
hands down because they focused on it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, not because they're the best, but because they took the time okay. to, to have gotta, the Kobe mentality. They gotcha. went, you know, it's like a souffle. You know how many times they had to realize that I can't open the oven door because this souffle needs to bake and it needs to rise and mm. then tuning it and tweaking it. After a while, we would have said, man, it tastes good. It, it didn't yeah. rise the way I wanted to, but okay. Yeah. But they had to tweak that souffle recipe over and over and over again yeah, until it got sense. right. And yeah. and now we eat them. You know what I mean? Man, so that that make that make that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, um, you know, um, shoot, you 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 covered a lot, man. I appreciate that. So to wrap it all up, man, you spoke on the love everything. So, but I'm a young chef, man. What words? Do you, would you have for a young one, and what do you look for personally as well to young young chefs getting in this space on how to you know elevate and move up in this world? Um, I'm looking for individuality, creativity, and drive. You know what I mean? Like know that there's a bunch of chefs, but it's only one you. So use that creativity that you have to just put yourself in position and then just never stop working because you're always working at different things. You might have to work at Adidas. I was working at the Adidas store. You know what I mean? Like I did so many different things. So you really got to have drive. You got to be able to know that, that you're ready for the situation, but it's going to put you in several different lanes until you get there. You know what I mean? Every chef isn't going to be able to be blessed to walk into the position that I did. I was happy that I was doing everything that I was doing and didn't have anything weighing me down when I got to my chance. Right. But right. if you're in a position, just try and understand it's a long game. You so, know what I mean? I mean? Stay the course. Last, last little book, because that was interesting too. So, you know what I'm saying? What, is my, what would my investment process be like? Because I could probably, to a degree, not to be in your shoes per se, but I could probably force my way into these circles right if i invest properly into my craft like what does that look like right yeah i mean honestly it would look like you showing me everything that you need to show and then we just put you on with our client list and that's what pro trusted is is that we are taking those people that have those situations because i can't be in every city so if you have that drive and you're in kansas city and i have the contact list to someone that's on the chiefs Maybe a player got traded. Maybe someone has a friend that plays for that team, and right. now they need a chef. So if you're showing me that drive, it's my job to pretty much connect you with your destiny. And if you wanted to get on with Pro Trusted, then that's how it would start. It's the same way with if you're a masseuse, if you're working with um, reflexology, if there's anything that you do involved with athletics, you can just connect with the Pro Trusted brand, and we'll vet you. We'll make sure everything is good. And you can go from not having any clients to having multiple clients. Okay, bet. Hey, man, thank you. I appreciate you connecting with us, man. I hope everyone took something away. And you talk. Okay, let the one so on the radio man. know. Let the radio's listeners know just where can they, you know, your your IG where they can find you and everything. Okay, uh, they can find me at Chef Kenny James on IG. You can find me at K James Cuisine on Facebook. That's really the only two places I'm at usually. Um, you're not going to find me posting a lot, but check my stories because you never know where I'm at and you never know what I'm going to post. So my stories is lit. Okay, man. And someone said, they said, what do they need to, they get in touch with you, what do they need to provide? If um, they get in touch with you, like what would they need to?
show you. I, I just uh, we're, we're pro trusted right now. If you want immediate placement, I need to know that you have had a prior client that's professional, and then they'll need to give me your referral to make sure that I know that okay, you have been with someone in this status. Um, if you're not, then I'm just going to need some of your food, and then I actually travel and we give you a one week uh, trial. So I'll be in your city. I usually, yeah, I usually have a client or someone I know in a particular city. So I go there and then I see how you handle it. If you can be put in a situation, I'll potentially introduce you to my connect in that city or that client. And then you just go from there. So it's it's pretty fast if right. you're ready. Yeah, hey, man. Pretty, you, put it, pretty put, you know, definitely, man. We need to connect. Uh, put a roll call out, man. Hope you get that out there or whatever. Um, Man, appreciate you for connecting with me, though, man. For us, again, man, uh, thank you. You dropped a lot Good. of jewels and whatnot, man. Um, again, we'll connect again soon. Uh, right, man. Yeah, man, that, that was Rock Bar Radio. Mental Breakthrough, brother. Appreciate you. Peace. It's all good, bro. Bless. Yes, sir. Bless.